Hello everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Lost in Translation This time we're covering Digimon Ghost Game episode 43, Red Eye. I'm May, and I'm joined by the skeletons in my closet, because I had dogs show stuff on today, so Quinn and Chloe recording separately, because otherwise it would be too early or slash late at night for them to record. So we did it separately, as we usually do if we can't make the recording time. So I'll be doing the usual Quinn and Chloe quick comments, and then I'll move on to May's monologue. So just keep that in mind that it'll be slightly different because they're recording separately. And they recorded hours ago, and I'm recording in the now time. But in the context of you listening to this, it'll be edited in. So that's cool and fun. So anyway, a quick housekeeping other than what I just mentioned, please check out my Tamagotchi video that I just released this morning, as there's a 2,000 yen coupon for Bai in the description of that video. And once this podcast is out and edited, it'll be live as of around 12 hours ago, so I've linked it in the description, or I will link it in the description rather. So please check that out, I'd really appreciate it, because it means that I can move on to a more things like that and more funding for the podcast and for the YouTube channel. So please check that out if you can. And uh, then I guess we'll move on to the synopsis for this week's episode. So somebody Kyoshiro knows called Emma comes to Japan, but she's a huge busybody and a social media fanatic. But it turns out whenever she pries into someone's life, a red eye appears on her body causes her and causes her some pain. This is because of Aizmon, who appears to be controlled or working with a hacker woman who may or may not be the one from the Morphmon episode, and is acting as an act of surveillance so this woman can see through Aizmon and see what other people are doing, and she's sort of using this as a means to see uh, celebrity gossip and stuff like that. So she has her own sort of weird human uh, take on this. It's not just a Digimon doing it because it's it's evil. It's a woman doing it for a, a human um, a human need or human want rather. The group defeat Icemon because of Canon Weissmon making the shadow smaller, and Tessa Jellymon is able to administer the finishing blow and capture Icemon in a bug cage. So with all that out of the way, it's time to move on to Quinn and Chloe's quick comments. Hello everyone. We're recording separately this week. Hooray! I guess. Or boo, I don't know. I'm sure there's something that having us all together adds to the podcast. That's but, fair. Uh, you know. It's nice for us because we get to go to bed early. Yeah, schedules don't always line up and it just be like that sometimes. Yep. Okay, so this episode was called Red Eye. Uh, my predictions from last time was that this is going to be very body horror and it had potential to be pretty Ava and I'm here for it. And I have great news. It was all of those things. It was. Ah, so to formally move into the highlights, this episode was so good. It was really, really good. Yeah. Um, let's just rattle off the highlights. Uh, so first one was this episode was incredible. Second was that uh, we appreciate the hacker in the intro was a woman. Yeah, that was yeah. Cool. Not a major character, but you know, I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, the art style shift in the intro when she got all eyes invaded oh, was, was super oh. good. Yeah, and like her expression change and the eye color change, it was just haunting. The sound effects, the were... eye color being a nice uh, gray to red gradient. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um. Also, the it has pretty strong Bloodborne vibes, too, mm-hmm. which is pretty wild. I'm here for it. 
Uh, to back up to the sound effects one, I especially loved the the creaking of her bones after she got the the eyes. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then all of the body horror bits with Emma, where they oh, were like, the... you know, crawling into her through her eyes, peeling and, off her eyes. Yeah, tearing them out, and you know, like absorbing them. And then you know, they did put them back, and I was kind of like, that's a coward's way out. But a little. It was still really good. Um, on the note of emma quote-unquote devil haze um while she did suck and is annoying and don't be like her let people have privacy uh i did appreciate her little reversal on the classic oh you wrote this code and you're a girl uh did, did your boyfriend help you write it or something with her being like oh your code's only this good because you write it with your girlfriend mm-hmm. and you know generally speaking yeah if two programmers are dating and one of them's a woman one's not probably she's better Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, the social commentary in this episode is a little heavy-handed, but I was pretty into the just, yeah, surveillance capitalism is bad, actually, and also police being able to walk into your home at will is bad, actually. And also the just voyeuristic aspects of social media are bad, and so yeah, it, it was a lot of, it was ham-fisted, but you know, it's a, it's a show for 11-year-olds, it's not a big deal, I'm, yeah. I'll take it, and it was a good message to mm-hmm. be like, yeah. hey, just calm down, y'all, mm-hmm. mind your business. Um, but yeah, you mentioned the policeman, and yeah, the policeman barging into a home to basically, like, plan a crime was terrifying oh yeah because that like i'm you can't convince me that doesn't happen yeah and i mean the show even almost acknowledges it when you know he just wakes up and you know there are no consequences Mm -hmm. um Um, god the body horror it was so good every scene that took place in a bathroom had me on edge because like oh trying to to, like pop the eyes Mm. out in the first one and we hear the sound effects and when she tries to sew the eyes she takes out the sewing kit i'm so glad they cut away yeah i mean there's no way they ever could have put that in there but I was very glad that we didn't have to see that because I would have had nightmares. Yeah, as it is, we're going to give a lot of children nightmares, and you know... Good. Yeah. They need it. Um, but, uh, and then also, so I mentioned, I hinted at this earlier, but it was also Ava because when the eyes started peeling up that you can't tell me that doesn't look like the 10th angel. Uh, yeah. It's Ava. Yeah. Uh, tally another one up on your boards where whoever's keeping track of all the Ava references I make. <laughs> and our last highlight is really stupid, but the attack that Eismon does where lasers shoot out of all of the eyes on Emma's body <laughs> is just straight up Argon Array aka the quad eyed quad eyes analysts uh incarnate attack from excel world and i'm not going to elaborate on that more right now (laughs) yep yep we'll we'll save that for the miscellaneous thoughts section i want to point out that we managed to blow through the entire highlights section in five minutes yeah we're killing it yep wow this This episode was really good yep uh, it mm, very very hyped for this episode yeah uh we did have some lowlights though yeah Jellymon is... Uh, I mean, I, I feel like I ring this bell a lot, but Jellymon is really terrible on a lot of levels this episode. Yeah, she just abuses Kiyoshiro, basically. Not, like, physically, but, like, emotionally and boundaries-wise. Yes. Hmm. Especially the he is not, like, mm, Yeah. Mm. Girl, y- y- you know y'all are not dating, right? Yep. Please tell me y'all are not dating. Yeah, I'm not okay with that. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, like, you know, and I get that Jellymon's supposed to be all Sundari and everything, but, like, this is a show for 11-year-olds. She should be, like, playfully teasing, not actually bullying. Yeah. Um, and then we we certainly just kind of forgot about Emma's cyberbullying at the end. Like, she's she's suddenly hitting on Kiyoshiro, and, and at no point... Did we ever address the fact that, you know... She sucks as a person. She sucks as a person and cyberbullied him and then forced him to spend time with her. And, uh, like, just on every level was kind of the worst even before she got Eismond. Mm -hmm. And I guess we just forgave her? Yep. I guess the implication is supposed to be that, you know, oh, they wouldn't have been that bad if it weren't for the Eismond or whatever. But, like... We kind of went out of our way to establish that she was that bad beforehand. <laughs> and and Hacker Woman, if you freeze frame through, like, she was reading other people's social media and emails, like, not, yeah. not, not great. Made worse, sure, but, but not good. Not, not great in the first place, yeah. And then the, the, the massive one, just Eismon, really, where you showed the disintegration of the body, and yeah, literally when and how did you get him into a, a insect a little, cage? Yeah. <laughs> that clearly has breathing holes in it that, like, we've established Living you could probably shadow. just slip out of, yeah. But it's fine, because we'll move him to a community where he'll be carefully observed, yep. and probably be real helpful next time and maybe have blue eyes yeah or something but really those are the only two lowlights and this episode was still great mm -hmm. um oh gosh i didn't even decide who my favorite character was who's your favorite character quinn eismon for bringing the body horror you know i think i'm gonna go with emma actually that was my second choice yeah she's not particularly sympathetic but like she is not a good person but she is a good character yeah yeah that is a great way of putting it thank you for helping sum up my thoughts so concisely because i was about to ramble yeah yeah she is a bad person but a great character and like the panic she must have been feeling mm. when she was trying to get rid of oh. <laughs> yeah to uh and the, everything about just having your your consciousness messed with uh wild yeah. and awful to keep doing the show, what what would you give this uh, episode rating and ranking wise? I think I'm gonna go with a four and a half. Four and a half? Okay. I liked it a lot, but ugh, wow, I'm really getting uncomfortable with Jellymon and the kiss that with was interrupted with tentacles to the face. Uh, plus, plus Eismon's just in a box. Not not dead. We've done that before. We're allowed to kill Digimon, but we didn't this time. Yeah. Cause. Yeah. I'm assuming that means that you're giving it a five or a five and a half. I don't think I can give it a five and a half. I hope not. Although I'm air not last going... season certainly. <clears throat> anyway. Oh no. Well, I'm not going to give it a five and a half. I'm going to give it a five. And honestly, I'm gonna. Uh, okay. So yeah, I'm gonna give it a five. That is established. Put place that in the rankings where it will. And then as far as individual rankings, where are you gonna place yours? Second place. Second I place. liked Bad Friend more. Um, but. Mm. Damn if this wasn't close. Yeah. I unfortunately did myself a disservice by flipping a coin as to whether or not I liked Executioner or Bad Friend more. And in retrospect, I think I liked Bad Friend more, but I have Bad Friend in second place right now because, like I said, I flipped a coin. But I liked this episode better than Executioner, so by that metric, I'm putting it in first place, actually. That's valid. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really good episode, and I won't... <sighs> 
It wasn't perfect, but it was, I think it is my favorite episode of Digimon this year. Um, I really liked Bad Friend because it did get pretty like, I always talk about how I love the horror of real life stuff. This also had real elements of that, by the way, of, you know, just, oh yeah, people want to know way too much about other people's lives Mm -hmm. and will do some Mm. terrifying stuff with that information. Yep. Uh, I'm just, I'm just sad that we didn't have, you know, a social media executive preferably get iced mm-hmm. um so yeah i'm putting it in first place this was perhaps my favorite episode of digimon or of ghost game well and ghost game and kind of by extension digimon i guess because i haven't watched all that much digimon that's fair um so yeah i'm putting it in first place uh miscellaneous thoughts uh the first miscellaneous thought is going to go back to when i was talking about excel world if you're not familiar with excel world it's a light novel series and it also got a little two season anime And if you haven't read it, uh, do yourself a favor and keep that up, because I hate that I kind of enjoy those books sometimes. Yep, they have some some surprisingly good parts, and also a lot of just... uh... Why is anime like this stuff? Yep. Yep. Um, But if you haven't read it, just trust me that that uh, joke about it being Argon Array's Incarnate Attack was hilarious. Um, The other miscellaneous thought I have, and I put this in miscellaneous thoughts as opposed to lowlights because it's a recurring problem and I don't feel good counting it against this episode in particular, is that, as is always the case, the ending of the episode just kind of lost me. We had like, especially with these good episodes, we get like two-thirds of a great episode and then at the end we still have to do the Digimon thing. And we didn't, but we didn't need to this time. All we had to do was just let him be dead and get 15 more seconds to talk to Emma Devil Hayes about why you suddenly don't hate her. Yeah. Well, but also just like the, you know, it gets it gets a little corny and shonen. We get to have Canon Weissmon be a f***ing star. Wish we didn't have to spend the last third of the episode doing Digimon things because I feel like I want a version of Ghost Game where... Instead of being Digimon and having to save the day at the end of every every episode, it was just like an anthology about Digimon just ruining people's lives for a half hour and all of the creative ways in which they make things awful. You know, when we inevitably go to the digital world, I and they won't, but I would love it if there was just an episode about bad things happening while the kids aren't around. That that would be cool. Yeah, I would be in. I would be. I'd be into that. Just an episode they're not in where bad things happen. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that covers our miscellaneous thoughts. As far as thoughts on the series thus far, it wasn't as much of a problem as I kind of anticipated it being because I did get a little ahead of myself writing this one. But I do also just unironically wish that we could get to a point where we didn't have to you know do the whole rigmarole of okay well we're gonna do our first evolution and then just get the floor wiped with us and after you know 30 seconds or so then we'll do our second evolution with another you know evolution sequence yeah uh and then we can actually fight the bad guy which we did a little bit with canon weisspawn here but it wasn't egregious it wasn't yeah it wasn't the worst example of it by any means but like yeah i wish that we could just either evolve straight to second form or even do like a, you know, back-to-back double speed so it only takes up the regular amount of time double evolution sequence, you know? I mean, I was actually, when I when we were talking about that, hoping they would do just a different evolution sequence for doing two at a time and just 
have it, you know, take the same amount of time as yeah, a single one. Exactly. That'd be cool. It would be cool. I wish they did that, but they haven't yet. It'd be cool if they do. Um, the next thing is the next time on. What did we uh, think about the the preview? It's for an episode called Rust. Um, they were talking about you know something they're gonna steal besides your. Money. Money, I'm assuming we're going with blood, given the title. That'd be cool. Maybe. Um, otherwise, I don't rust. feel like I have a whole lot going on there. There's rust. <laughs> yeah. I don't, re- I don't really know what to expect from the next episode, aside from the fact that it is probably going to be worse than this episode. Yeah. Because this episode was great. Um, oh, and uh, Espimon's going to be back Espimon's in it, episode, so it's definitely so... worse than this one. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of by definition. Sorry, Espeon fans. Um, but yeah, I think that sums it up for us this week. Yeah. This was a great episode. Oh, I really did dislike the uh, uh, Digimon Analyzer sequence, though. I didn't even pay attention to it. Uh, mostly mostly it. just the thing you pointed out last week of just... Oh, the, the formula it follows? Yeah. yeah. Little information about the Digimon, then Ruri says something that's something kind of what if it happened in real life and then kiyoshiro yells and in this case not even about something related yep so yeah mm-hmm. good episode looking forward to next week's but with the expectation that it's not gonna be as good as this week's because this week's was great yeah yeah anyway bye and now we're back to May's monologue. So highlights, the animation was great, it was wonderful, the sound effects were great, and it really all came together to make this episode really gross and really creepy. Especially when we have Emma picking at the eyes that are appearing on her arms and trying to basically pull them out or remove them. It's really graphic and really gross, despite being just animated. It made me like, it had, it gave me like a visceral reaction, you know, like that, that cringe when something gross happens. And not, it's not often that a cartoon can do that because a cartoon is sort of, you know, it's a cartoon, it's not realistic. But this was done in such a way that it was just really, really gross. Like it, it was upsetting, but in a way that I'm happy that it was upsetting. It's similar to the um, the Ajataramon episode, but I feel like this was gross, but not as like depressing as that episode. So that's really good. I really do like that when that the show goes kind of in a disturbing way. Another highlight is I think we're using the Computer Girl from the Morph One episode. I'm hoping so anyway. It's nice that, I mean, I, I remember saying that episode, that character has a lot of premise. I hope she's a Okay, promise, not premise. I like her premise, though. Uh, but she has promise and premise. I really feel like they should be doing something with that rather than just having that as a once-off. And if she's in this episode, that's like a that's the second time she's appeared and she's doing some evil stuff. So maybe potentially like a villain character or at least a minor villain. So that's pretty cool. I hope that it is just the same character. They look fairly similar and they're doing kind of similarly, similarly evil stuff. Except this time it feels like Eismon was actually working with her and not, like, just being kind of tortured by her. That was cool. I kind of want Emma and Rilly to be friends. I don't think we'll be seeing Emma again, but she was really cool and really, and to feel like they would have a lot in common. Uh, it's also nice that we have another character that's not any of the main kids to actually know that Digimon exist. I feel like that doesn't happen that often, so that's kind of cool. Uh, like Quinn and Chloe said, this was a pretty good message to have for kids about the dangers of social media and about sharing stuff or being too, like, uh, giving with your information. 
Because that's something that was a lot that was very different to when I was a kid. It was kind of like don't share any of your personal information online. And now we all we have to basically give our full names when we sign up for social media. So it's a good message to have, especially now. And I also love the whole Digimon can be used as online surveillance kind of thing. That was an aspect I've never thought about, but it makes a lot of sense. Like, of course, they are kind of magic beings, but they are connected to the internet. So they could be used as this kind of thing. And it's really cool, but also really creepy. And then at the end of the episode, having the small Eismon was actually really dumb, but it was also really cute. But I did kind of wish that they just killed him. I feel like the, the show doesn't kill enough of the, the Monster of the Week, uh, but it was kind of cute just to have him in a little bug cage. Uh, however, we also had, I guess, humans die from Eismon, but we didn't really see it, but it was still pretty cool and pretty creepy, so I, we don't really need to see that because it sounded horrific how they're just falling apart where the eyes were. Very creepy. In terms of lowlights, I, really, I only have really one big lowlight. It's something that just kind of makes me feel uncomfortable and not in a good way, like the general feel of the episode made me uncomfortable, but in a good way. Uh, and that is the fact that random Jellymon being jealous of Emma, and I really don't like it when the show implies that there's some romance or some level of desire between the Digimon and their partner human. I didn't like it in Atmon, that was probably my least favourite thing in Atmon, how there was kind of like, I guess a little bit of a romance between Dokumon and Eri. It was, no, nothing ever came of it, but it was just really, it just, it just kind of made me feel uncomfortable. Like that doesn't feel like that's what Digimon partners should be. It feels, they're not exactly pets, but they're kind of like a level up from pet. They're just like, I guess a it it just doesn't it feels like a cross between a, be, a like a human best friend and a, a like a a dog it just doesn't feel right to have a romance between them it just kind of makes me feel a bit ick and i really didn't like that how emma tried to kiss kiyoshiro and jellymon just like jumped in the way and was being kind of jealous and awful the whole episode i just wasn't a fan of that it just made me uncomfortable uh, and i guess another low light would be the canon weissmon kind of being the solution. He wasn't, he didn't do like the final finishing blow, so that's fine, but he still kind of solved the episode, and I really wish that it was anything else. Like, Tessa Jellymon could have solved that, because electricity also makes light. I don't know why Canon Weissmon had to be like a night light, which is basically exactly what he was. Uh, and if there's ever an English dub of Ghost Game, and if it's the same level of English dub as the original seasons of Digimon, it's going to be like, oh, it's like a nightlight. I don't know. I just feel like that would be a line that's said. Uh, but anyway, so not that many lowlights this time. My favourite character was actually Eismon. I felt like he was a really creepy villain. I would choose the computer girl, but I really want her to be, like, more. And I'm kind of doubtful that she'll ever be more. But I'm really hoping, because if she's the same one as the Morphmon episode, that's two episodes, and that's pretty cool. In terms of rating, I gave it a four. It was fine. And in terms of ranking, I again, I have too many fives at this point. So she's it's in 17th place, and it's just above last week. And that means in our overall ranking, it's in 14th place uh, on the basis that I only gave it a four. And I guess I've given so many things fives, it kind of shifts everything else down. So no miscellaneous thoughts. I think I've touched on everything. So we can move on to pondering Postmon Pat and predictions. So first up, we have Danny, who's saying that maybe Gulas Gammon wants to sync up with Hero to help him evolve further. 
And Gammon looked like a possessed baby in the episode and they loved it. Also, the fact that we've had Airdramon and Espimon in more episodes than Ghost Gammon is wild to them. And I didn't even, I didn't even think, but yeah, that that's absolutely true. We've had more Airdramon than Ghost Gammon. Unless you include, like, the silhouettes that we had in, like, the first episode and in the opening or in flashbacks. But yeah, I, I don't include those. But yeah, Ghoulis Gammon actually appearing, you're right. I didn't even think about that. That is wild, but kind of cool. <laughs> it makes him, like, mysterious. And I hope we get more Airdramon, honestly. I know we have Espeon next episode, judging by the preview. And he's eating, like, cup noodles, which is kind of cute. Next, we have KG James, who's wondering if Gulas has his own unique evolution. Because based on what we've seen so far, he seems just as strong, if not stronger than Canon Weissmon. I wouldn't be surprised if they do, especially because we have the Gammon BE memory coming out with the Digivice VV in, uh, I guess, November. That's when the BE comes out. So that's kind of exciting. Next, we have M, who says that all the Espimon slander only makes them love him more. Yeah, me too. I, I actually love Espimon, especially because I've ra been raising him on my Vital Bracelet. Big fan of Espimon, so I'm all there with you, M. Uh, they say they'll defend him until the day that they die. And the favourite part of their episode was definitely how terrifying Gammon was. Yeah, absolutely. He was so creepy and scary, and I loved that. And the animation making him gradually more angry was so good. Absolutely agree. And then they say also the body horror for next week, which is this week, looks insane. Yeah, it was... I thought from the preview that it looked insane and just incredibly body horror-ish. Uh, but it just blew me away about how wild it was. Like, it's so much more than I would have ever expected, and I loved it. Uh, next, we have Narumi saying that it'll probably take too long for Girl Scamon to appear again. All three Digimon reached their perfect form. Kyosho didn't even try to evolve to Tezza Jellymon uh, to Thetismon, and that bothered them. Uh, if this episode came before episode 29, they could understand why Ghoulis Gammon would be the only solution to, to defeat Oboromon, and they just hope it doesn't take more than 20 episodes to Ghoulis Gammon to appear again, because a long wait wasn't worth it. I mean, yeah, like, 20 episodes, it'll be episode 62, and usually Digimon seasons are done by then, the exception being Cross Wars, plus Young Hunters being 75, and Adventure Colon being 66, so... Yeah, I hope it's not another 20 episodes, unless Digimon's now doing, like, this series lasts forever, in instead of just this series lasts for 50 episodes. Um, but who's to say? They could be doing something different, I would be, which would honestly surprise me. Uh, next we have Lazy Crocodile, who says the episode was really good and they enjoyed it. They think Gus Gammon ate the colours just because he didn't bother to kill them, and without colours the Oboromon couldn't do much else. Next episode, so this week's episode, looks creepy as heck and they love it and hope it lives up to the preview. It absolutely did, and then some. Uh, next they said uh, the comment about the chocolate factory they made was reference of when do we get plot. It's a Simpsons reference. Uh, they made topical with change the fireworks to chocolate. It was the Poochie episode. I don't... I remember bits of that episode. I feel like I need to rewatch that. Uh, but anyway, next I've got in Ignited Quills, who says, the way they see it, Gulas is a natural evolution of Gammon, like House Battle and Wesson, yet he's only summoned when the sink part is depleted. And since his next form is Canon Weissmon, it makes sense to why that form has a limit. Oh yeah, that, that makes sense. Then they say, also, since Gulas never rejected Hero as a partner, yet he only attacked him in the first encounter when Hero didn't command him and have the same ideals, they see Gulas as just another personality. And yeah, th yeah, that makes sense. And uh, next we have Andrew says the episode was brutal. Yep, it was, and it always is when the girls scam on. And they give the show credit with whiplash tones from this ho this safe horror to true horror. 
and says it must be a really scary episode next week. And yeah, it actually was. It was a very creepy episode. But uh, yeah, that's it for Postmon Pat, which means thoughts about the series so far. Uh, this episode was great. This episode, except for the ending being, again, like, oh, we had a really strong start and now we have to finish the episode. That that was kind of a shame, but it didn't feel as bad as other episodes have been so, in terms of their ending. So that's fine. This makes me really hopeful for more like this. Uh, I don't mind it being episodic when we have episodes like this. Uh, however, I do kind of want something to do with the those dark Digimon <laughs> at the end of the last episode. I always feel... Like, there's a little bit of whiplash. We go from, then we have Gullus Gammon, and we have, like, one of those, the dark variant Digimon overlooking what's going on, and then we're just back to Monster of the Week, like, nothing happened. Like, I'm kind of fine with that, but I just wish we'd get something uh, more. But in any case, I really enjoyed this week's episode, and it makes me hopeful. When there's a good episode, it makes me hopeful. When there's a bad episode, it makes me not hopeful, uh, which I guess that's just how you'd expect it to go. Uh, predictions for next week's episode. It's, uh, the episode's called Rust. It's episode 44. Uh, looks kind of creepy. I don't know who this Digimon could be, actually. Looks very creepy. Uh, not as probably graphic as this week, but still looks kind of gross. Uh, the red water from the Rust looked like blood. That was kind of gross, but I can't imagine it actually going in any gross way like this week's episode. But who's to say, there's not a lot of information that, that the preview really gave the, uh, for next week's episode, so I guess we'll just have to uh, watch and find out. And that's it for this week's episode, so check out the video that I mentioned at the start of the episode with the buy coupon, that'll be linked in the description, and so will the link dump, and also ways you can contact us and stay updated, such as leaving us a comment on this episode on YouTube to join the conversation. And for a full list of ways to find the podcast across the internet, such as YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, and Twitter, head over to the link tree, which is Lost in Translation Mon. So it's linktr.ee slash Lost in Translation Mon. So check that out. If you don't want to type it out, just go to the Translation Mon Twitter account and it's linked there. So check that out. If you enjoy the podcast or videos or even just my silly little tweets, you can show your support by signing up on Patreon and get some cool rewards and help us hit milestones. And of course, thank you to our current supporters on Patreon, Stephen Reeves, who is 164 on Archive of Rome, Kaidawashi, Chisai, who can follow on Twitter at Chisai236, Niebu, who says you should follow Chisai on Twitter at Chisai236, Lismet, who is a leftmon on Tumblr, Nicholas, Emery from Gone Will Hunting, a Hunter Hunter Rewatch podcast, Magnus, Lucas, JCMon05, Patrick, Jason, Shelby, Digital Hazard, who is on Twitch at The Digital Hazard, Dedicated Gazi, Alemis, Tropimon, and Vimon Tamer. And of course, you can also make a one donation on PayPal, which can be found linked in the description. It's paypal.me slash Ergemon. You can also donate to me on my coffee account, ko-fi.com slash Erdra. And that's it for this week, so let me know your thoughts in the comments if you're watching this or listening to this on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, etc, etc. And of course, remember to check out that video that I mentioned at the start of the podcast. It really means a lot to me if you do, and sign up to Bayi using that link in the description of that video. And uh, yeah, I will. Uh, I will see y'all in the next one. Bye.